E.T., why did he have a light at the end of his finger if he wasn't using that shit to anally probe? I mean, maybe he just wanted to see better at night in the dark. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's where your mind automatically went to. Do you need that's a good question, probe? though. Is that a thing? How are they going to that... see in there? It's dark in there. There's no light in there. What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Los Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Aslam, a.k.a. Rock Goddess, accompanied by Dan Papa Son Killer and Dan Emperor Disco. What's up, everybody? Damn, both put those guns away before they take us down on YouTube. I know, I know. Chill. You got me excited with the finger bang. Chill. <laughs> Chill. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Let's if do you want it. to know we talk about the finger bang, always be sure to check out on twitch.tv slash Los Wise Guys, where we talk about stuff. Yeah. Before the episode starts, yeah. the pre-show before the show, and, and then there's sometimes there's too. an after like show. show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's side sometimes shows too. Is. We got all types of shows. Yeah. All right. This <laughs> week's topic, we are talking about something that's behind the scenes, something below the belt, something up in space. <laughs> up in space. <laughs> We're gonna talk about <laughs> the moon. And what you can do with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're talking about some, we're, yeah, <laughs> we're talking about some anal probing, everybody. Yeah. Sock uh, about to be upset, but no, I'm gonna keep it. To do. <laughs> ah, that's a good one. I, I love one. how you laughed until you understood the joke yeah. and laughed harder. Yeah, <laughs> it was a good one. Um, hey, that's just how my brain works. You know, it's it's full on. Uh, I feel like like aliens just replaced my brain, and at one point, and they like took all my memory away, and now my brain just is uh, retarded. I don't know. See, I I think of it in a sense of like it's that, but it's like you go to an auto zone and you thought you got a new battery, but they just gave you one of the old ones that somebody gave you. <laughs> <laughs> they gave you a refurbished like brain. Just refurbished. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! But yes, anal probing, and <laughs> yeah. and uh, not just any anal probing. We're not talking about a prostate exam. We're talking about what would you do to get out of an anal probing by alien abductors. Now, here's the scenario for you. Imagine you go to sleep. You had a hard day's work, mm-hmm. and you're tired. You just mm-hmm. had some bojangles, mm-hmm. and you go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the night, you feel a tickle and kind of wakes you up. And and then you, you're like, why am I sleeping on my stomach? I never sleep on my stomach. And, and you kind do. of, you look kind of sad. Well, oh, oh, you're just ready for the taking. And, <laughs> <laughs> and He's uh, ripe. Yeah. Go to cheeks. And you kind of just bottom. turn your head around because, like, you can't really feel your body. You're like, what's going on? And you see this alien. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what is what? What's happening? And they're about to probe your anal. Mm-hmm. And now, you got to think of how to get out of that. Yeah. Are you gonna I, let them anally probe you? Are you just gonna go back to sleep thinking it's a nightmare? Are you gonna try to talk your way out of it? Are you gonna try to fight your way out of it? What would you do? Ignorance is bliss. If you don't remember in the morning, <laughs> it never happens. <laughs> I, I do I do want to ask. Um, so this was in our list of topics yes. that we should discuss. Mm-hmm. Aslan, I believe you put it in there. Yeah, I came up with it. 
I and I know your memory. We just talked about the refurbished brand, <laughs> yeah. but like, where did this come from? Like, what what is this? I think I was on the train going mm-hmm. to work. <laughs> I don't know how he the felt thought... the tingle in his butthole, and he's like, "Damn, did I get probed?" <laughs> I mean, not nothing. A lot of people in America they feel that when it comes to work and the pay and everything, they're just getting fucked in the ass. So I get it. <laughs> oh, you have no idea, my friend. <laughs> Back then, I was getting raped. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, it kind of, I have these weird, especially in the train tinglings. <laughs> what do you have? What do you have these weird thoughts on the trains? What is it? <laughs> these, weird, <laughs> these weird thoughts. <laughs> and, um, they come about because on the train, once it goes into the tunnel, my internet cuts out. Mm. If I don't have anything downloaded or anything, this is what this is what happens. <laughs> my These are the my thoughts that enter your mind as you enter my the thoughts tunnel. just kind of run wild, and they go from one thing to the next to the next to the next, and somehow that mm-hmm. day's thought process ended up with anal probing. And then I thought, what would I do if I was getting anally probed? Would I would I try to stop it? Would I just let it be? Like, what would happen? And I was like, oh, wait, this could be a good topic for the podcast to talk with the guys course. about. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, uh, so, I don't so know, it sounds like a good conversation to have with my friends. So let's do alien, it on the internet. <laughs> to clarify, is there an alien physically, like, in your butthole about to stick something in? Or is it, like, a robotic arm that, like, No, no, it? there's actual alien beings. You can imagine them however you like. The little green men standing on okay. stools or whatever. That's, yeah, because that's something I wanted to specify. Yeah, so w- whatever, what aliens look like to you in the head, whatever you imagine them as... That's who's about to stick something up your butthole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Now, my my thing is, like, we did twice. <laughs> we did uh, a topic of what you do in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, yeah. And my brain goes into zombie apocalypse mode just now with anal probing and aliens. And it's it's one of those things where it's like, with zombies, are they fast-running zombies or are they slow-moving zombies? So this is the thing. What do these aliens do? Are they just, like... I mean, granted, you say they can look, however, but in terms of their abilities, like I, they're <laughs> obviously smart enough to do space travel, come to our side of the you know existence. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious, in terms of equipment, are are we being held down by by equipment? Or are we being held down by them, or is it like their mental capability? That's well, not the way set, I told know? the story is you're kind of sedated. Do we come okay. consciousness? Because <clears throat> if we're not conscious, can we even really do anything? Well, well he so- said we could turn our head. So when I said the story, you kind of were sedated. You can't really feel your body, but you turn your head. You kind of see that something's about to happen to you. That's why it's kind of like, is this a dream? Do I just go back to sleep or is this real? And um, let's say you're uh, lucid dreaming and you're kind of trying to talk to these aliens and get them to not stick something up your butt. And um, it's like, what would that conversation look like? What would your argument be? Like, how would you go about trying to stop them if you want them? want to stop them <laughs> or would you just ask them some qu- alien questions and just let them probe you and put you back to sleep i uh i feel like my first instinct would try to be to like to fall back into jujitsu which is like a flow state thing anyway so you're not even really thinking about it anyway yeah. i'm gonna try to grab somebody's arm and just arm bar it hopefully and be yeah. able to like roll out yeah. and try to anesthetically okay. half their runaway. <laughs> well, that's the thing, yeah, because I was trying to think, it's like, so, I, like, how much movement do I have? Because if I have to talk, I'm I'm serving up somebody else. I'll be like, listen, have you seen the celebrities? It's a popular thing now. 
Why would you go after me when there's so they're sun tanning their buttholes? Go check Bro, those Tom out. Tom Cruise. There's so many. There's so many better options out there. Why? Why'd you come to me? Be like I heard Tom Cruise farts in the bottle. Go check out his butthole. <laughs> his Scientology self would probably welcome yeah. it. They're welcome it. You know. So I'm it's also like that's thinking. Thing. Like, yeah. I also thinking. You know how in Africa they have like the women have like the anti-rape kits. I want to make one of those for my butthole, like the alien pros. So, like, if an alien tries to reach in there and just stick anything, it just shoots like an you EMP. You really think or... they can't take it off? They just travel <laughs> through space time. It'll activate an EMP that will stop their mechanics or whatever. Disco, it's outer space. Butthole. It's full of EMPs. I'm th- I'm sure their technology is going to be able to handle an EMP. Well, they won't suspect this one. It's deep, okay. <laughs> deep space nine shit. <laughs> yeah, no, deep space nine <laughs> is what they're sticking in your butt. That's, that's, that's what I'm yeah, calling, about, that's what I'm calling my rectum. Oh, that shit deep. Like, doctor, can you stick your fingers in Deep Space Nine and check my prostate? And be like, what? I named my asshole. You used to be referred to as the black hole. (laughs) Oh, man. No, that was your stomach, Dan. You can't name your butt hole the same thing. No. No, no. All right. So now that we're on the topic, what would you name your butt hole? This was going with Deep Space Nine. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I would give it. I would give it something distinguished. Uh, I'm gonna call it the Marianas <laughs> Trench. I mean, that's not bad. That's not bad. But I was thinking, like, what, what if it was, that just steamy as hell. That's a steamy butthole. I don't know why. Sounds... But at that point, why not? Why not let it be? A, you know, let it have its own personality. Where it's like it could be like uh, Lord, you know, Featherbottom. Or something like that. Hey man, if that's what you're going with, that's, that's, you know, that's just cool, bro. Something unexpected. Lord Featherbottom. Yeah. Uh, sounds pretty classy. Lord Featherbottom. No. No. Does does this does this Lord Featherbottom own land somewhere? I you have to assume so. Yeah. Down I mean, south. He's quite the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Down yeah. south. You'd have to <laughs> yeah. Has Knighted some... by the Queen, you know, before passing. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine the Queen knighting a butthole because it owns land? <laughs> I mean, in her old age, somebody probably could have got a stuck in there. Away with it. People left to right. Somebody just sticks the butt in there. Like, yeah. Who's next? Well, this Where's is an odd-looking fellow. <laughs> oh, oh, she man. just drew eyeballs on it, on your cheeks, <laughs> and, a, and a smiley face. <laughs> oh man! All right, anal probing. Let's let's get back to it. So what's your defense, Aslam? What's my defense. How are you going to protect yourself? You're just going to clench real hard? You're just going to clench for the fences? Yeah, I'm going I'm to do what the gay Mr. T said. Clench so hard, rip their dick off. Yeah. Um, I've been a fool. Yeah. <laughs> um, go watch Eddie Murphy. What is that, Raw or Delirious? Uh, I feel like Whatever. it was watch Raw. Both. I'm not sure. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Honestly. Was. I, was just, I was just recently watching Rocky Three, so it's just like Mr. T's just been in my head. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what would i do um i think i would try to talk to them be like hey what you doing there um (laughs) what you doing back there i had a i had a heavy i have a heady dinner i eat late so Mm -hmm. i don't think you want to go in there um there's some brown stuff you're not gonna like but i just wanna i before sorry i one more side uh side quest real quick before we get into my butthole et why did he have a light at the end of his finger if he wasn't using that shit to anally probe? I mean, maybe he just wanted to see better at night in the dark. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that's where your mind automatically went to. Do you need that's a good question, probe? though. 
is that a thing? How are they is gonna that... see in there? It's dark in there. There's no light in there. I'm I'm just saying if he's they like, could use like out in the a... middle of the night and he wants a flashlight, he just has a finger. Yeah, but it's like the it, like his finger was long. That was like one long finger and it's like it had an a light at the end of it. Yeah. Have you seen flashlights? Flashlights are long. And why are you making this weird? It's like I don't it could just be a flashlight. I don't know. I think I think E. T. was trying to probe some some uh some butts. He looks like and... he, he looks like a probing gone wrong. That's what E. T. looks like. <laughs> he looks like the inside of a butthole. Like. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, if it came out. Yeah. <laughs> if it was inside out, yeah. All right. You make ET ET probes buttholes with his finger. ET probes buttholes with his finger. But back to your butthole. I think my question is like uh excuse me, Mr. Alien. Why the fuck mm-hmm. did you travel space time mm-hmm. just to come look inside my asshole? I mean, you have to you have to imagine from their point of view that <laughs> Yo, that's a... maybe maybe, maybe I right, make the argument. Understand. I'm sorry. No, no, yeah. no, no. Make no, the I'm, argument I'm, for I'm it. <laughs> make that. You're like imagine from their point of view. So from their me, point sir. of view, and I'm not even trying to be funny. I'm I'm gonna make a legitimate thing. Um, from their point of view, you have to imagine like they're they're the scientists at this point. They're yeah. coming in there. They're doing studies. They don't know what that is. They don't but know do what's we, going on. They're like they see, huh? We don't anally probe animals. I, I, well, I'm not a scientist. Are you a scientist? <laughs> do you see what scientists do behind closed doors? I don't know. Of, of all the orifices, why the butthole? Like, yeah, it's like uh, but who's but who's to say that that? I mean, uh, okay, this is what you're talking about. Where where that's 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 where they're starting, or maybe that's where they're ending. How you know they didn't get to everywhere or everywhere else while you're, you know, unconscious? Yeah, maybe, maybe. How do you know if they like... they just finished and now they're about to go to your mouth? Oh, yeah. how do you know? That's no, the, they're nasty. just starting from the bottom up. That's what's happening. So they're just starting <laughs> from the bottom. Now we're here. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get it, Drake. You got anally probed by some aliens. Maybe they're like, they think they could stick it all the way in and then rotate us. Like, <laughs> what are they doing? Working us like what? a puppet? What's, what's happening? <laughs> it's it's alien technology. Hey, what Who knows? was that? Are they going to break us apart and put us back together? They're going to shake crap. us like little DNA capsules in a, in a, <laughs> in a research lab. You, it's like you turned us into a mechanical bull. Like I don't know what just happened. <laughs> They're stretching our buttholes. It's a probing. You don't know we, what it's like. You guys act like Kermit. you've been there. What if I've been thinking like some creative thinking for my book stuff? And what if the alien isn't even physical? What if it's just particles and it just the particles just climb up your butthole because that's how the only way they could get into you and yeah. like take over and study you. Peace, peacemaker. Out. That's peacemaker right there. That's oh, how they yeah. survive. The butterflies. That's true. That's true. Yeah. That's true. So interesting stuff. Well, they there. went through your mouth so they can get to your brain. I don't know how that worked, but yeah. Once you're in there, you can just find a detour. Do what you just do. I mean, it would be easier to go system, through the nose, but mind. yeah. Yeah, I know, but the nose and the mouth is sort of connected. Right? Yeah, I guess they the can. Sinuses. Yeah. They you can just go, go up and the then sinuses. do what you got to yeah, do. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Right, you know, stop, right. stop. Just let them live their lives. You know, that's why they came here in the first place. <laughs> I guess, yeah, to anally yeah. probe us. Well, I'll talk about the butterflies, but okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just don't want them to look like the aliens from science. I'm sorry. Listen, man. If I was one of those alien scientists, I, those are the bad scientists because it's like, hey, we need you to go to this planet that's like 30 light years away, mm-hmm. and um, you're gonna be traveling for a while, and I need you to go look at some buttholes. 
And of all places, you know, Earth. Like, yeah, you're describing it's... the plot to Invader Zim to an extent. It's like, <laughs> hey, you sucked as an alien, so we're going to send you over here. And then he's like, hey, I found the planet. They're like, oh, shit, there's a planet there? All right, I guess, yeah, conquer it, whatever. Do you, <laughs> Conquer those buttholes. <laughs> Do you. Oh, man. Excellent. But, yeah, so so I guess that would be my question. I would just um, I would try to talk to them. I would try to make them laugh if they have a sense of humor. And um, maybe uh, appeal. What if to they them. don't understand you because they're like an alien with the alien language? True, true. It's they yeah. can do that, and they can just knock me out again. Um, I'm definitely gonna be <laughs> praying. You know, I'm gonna pray, pray my hardest to get out of this. But um, and hope it won't hurt. And hope yeah. it won't hurt. But um, if I talk to them and let's say they they respond right, uh, it, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna be trying to logically question what they're doing. And uh, if they're not, and trying to do that just to abide more time, so mm. that I can get the get more of the anesthetics to wear off, and mm-hmm. then if you know if I can't do anything, I'm a, I'm gonna go out swinging because uh, yeah, you gotta do what you gotta I'm, do. I'm I'm not letting anything go in my butthole, man. <laughs> you gonna swing those cheeks? How you how you gonna do it? I'm I'm gonna make, make it clap. clap. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make it clap and make some waves up yeah. in space. It's like the whole clap when he does the size. That sounds to be up in space. Said I'm Sean Paul. Like, <laughs> just make it clap. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that's his cheeks. <laughs> so so much rhythm. Um, yeah. But no, I, there's there's a one a favorite video game of mine uh, that I did get the uh, platinum trophy for. Uh, South Park: The Stick of Truth. Okay. Uh, where there is a mission now, unless I'm mistaken, the very first episode of South Park you know, was was about aliens that came to South Park and anally probed everyone. Like that's the first episode of the South Park. Nice. Um, and that does come back in the game where you're the new kid in town. Um, you try to name yourself, but no matter what, they just call you douchebag, no matter what nice. name you put in. And uh, basically, at one point in the game, you go to sleep, you wake up, you're on a spaceship, you're next to Randy Marsh, and He's just like, oh, yeah, you know, this happens every once in a while. They just come to South Park. They, they probe us. And then um, you have magical butt powers. Uh, and you <laughs> use them to get out of there. Um, nice. Magical so, yeah. butt powers. It's one hell of a game. <laughs> you know? But, uh, yeah, you use that. You get out there. You save Randy or you don't. You know, whatever you want to do. are you trying to tell us you have magical butt powers? No. Well, I did in the game. Mm-hmm. You know, as douchebag. That's why he likes Taco Bell. It all makes sense. <laughs> Everybody likes Taco Bell. That's true. Maybe that's why they're here to annually probe us. It's like, how can you eat that and still live? That's a that's a solid point. I'd be like, you know what? Do the studies. <laughs> Let me know. Does make sense. That logically, scientifically, kind of sounds alright. Like, yeah, it's like, like how they all drink the so much? Eat, like, how are you surviving if you're just killing yourselves every day? Like, how's, how's it affecting our DNA? <laughs> Scientists, I'm telling you, it makes sense. Yeah. No, I'm I'm a hundred percent sure they're scientists. I'm oh, just yeah. I just believe that they're the they fucked up somewhere and they're getting punished. Yeah. They're like we oh, can be baby. on Kepler nine like fucking no. studying the Zorgs, but we're out here looking at buttholes. Well, look one of my favorite shows of all time, Scrubs. Um and the the musical episode, I don't know if you guys remember that, where uh the lady she has some type of head trauma and she hears everybody singing all times. Right. And w- one of the songs that came out of it, um, everything comes down to poo, um, where mm-hmm. basically it's like, hey, you have a head issue, but we need a bowel movement to see if there's anything else going on. It's like, oh, you have this issue. We need you to poop. You have that issue. We need you to poop. So it's like they need to look at it. They need to see what's going on. Those are that just regular true. doctors. <clears throat> I did know? just take my cat to the doctor 
mm-hmm. and uh, they gave her shots, and they're like, "Send us a stool sample." Yeah, tell her shit in this bag real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was like, "They can take it out of the the box," but yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, that's hey, man, that's we the need thing. to that's poop. We need the poop. Oh, speaking of poop, there's this. Um, if you guys want to make some extra money, there's this. Uh, there's this uh, again, scientist. Uh, this company where they'll pay you uh, for your poop uh, to help people out because they can use your stool to strengthen uh, weakened immunities if you have mm-hmm. the right stool samples. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the, and the power of my shit, I you will have save to, lives. <laughs> yeah, you have to apply, and it's like I applied, I got denied, but because um, I was no, like, if I, if, I can, if I, well, I didn't even get to send them my shit so they can mm-hmm. check it. Even the, just from the questionnaire, they were like, nah. Um, but yeah, and they, and they pay a lot of money too. They pay like hundreds what of dollars. What questions do they ask? I don't who the fuck are you talking to? I'm just saying, like, how did you? How did you? Not I think they like, just like ask about your age, your health, and they're looking for like a certain, you know, um, like type of person, like a, probably within an age range, and uh, <laughs> they're looking for that young shit. Yeah, this is exactly. kind of like this is like uh, when people like um, they're trying to get the right semen to like be, yes. you know for a father for a thing, yeah. but you know it's we need we need the right shitter. Yeah, we need the poop. No. Yeah. That's what this episode should have been called. We need the poop. <laughs> That's the, the alien's ans- motive. <laughs> the answer's in the poop. Mm-hmm. The Everything comes down to poop. Everything comes down to poo. Mm-hmm. That's why aliens probably... Maybe they need our poo so they can survive. Because our poo can make their immunity stronger. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> that's why they anally probe us. Because mm-hmm. they, they look into that. They get the bacteria straight from the source. And uh, without it being, um, you know, touched by air and shit like that after it yeah, comes it's out. It's not getting yeah, destroyed by the oxygen. Yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why. We figured you out, aliens. We know what you're doing. We know what we're you're doing. Close. We're close. We're, we're, actually, we're actually saving alien lives. I got, I got <laughs> one for you. But. What if the same scenario, but you wake up and you're probing an alien? <laughs> I'm probing. <laughs> like what? Happened? Where am I? Oh like, shit! The, the simulation this. is fuck. The simulation is breaking. They oh, said shit. it's only fair if I probe you, you get to probe us. It's, it's like, like I'm getting probed. Equality. I go back to sleep. I wake up. I'm about to stick my finger in there. But it's like, what is yeah. happening? This sounds like a scary movie. Yeah, it's an interdimensional butthole. Says, when you next. stick your finger in, it's like, <laughs> like going to another world. <laughs> uh, the. the <laughs> the way to another world is through a butthole an that's alien a, butthole <laughs> yeah Jump in. I've, seen, like I've seen that whether it's at south park or something i've seen that where they go to someone's butthole and it was like a whole like vast universe or something oh shit my god they did that in doom patrol i think they like jumped into a sheep's butthole and it was like a whole nother world maybe i think that was it yeah i yeah, think that was yeah. it uh, yeah it was it was that was a way to travel this <laughs> No. Remember that rat that like wanted vegets for its mother being killed? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, that was right, crazy. Right, yeah. I think she's still in the show. Mm. Yeah, I, I have to get I have to get back into it. I have it. to get I'm back into beyond. that show either. All right, Disco, what would you do? What would I do? Hmm. I'd say he no. Said he's gonna fight them off. <laughs> I'd say no. You stop that there. You put put those tools down. I don't give consent. <laughs> and they're just gonna stop and go home. Rape! Somebody's gonna hear me. I'm gonna start blow singing. A whistle. 
Start singing Nirvana. <laughs> <laughs> Rape me. Rape me, my friends. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, Remember how you said that wasn't the same song as um, what's it called? Or like it is. What is it? Is it? Know. It's not Smells Like Teen Spirit, is it? What's the one song that Nirvana does that's the same exact like guitar as Rape Me? Yeah, it Smells Like Teen. It, it, is, it is Smells Like Teen Spirit. They have uh, similar strums. Yeah, that's what I, it is. I think it's like a different notes, but it's a similar strum yeah. pattern. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit is pretty unique. There's like a lot of. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's like one the same small tone. section. It is kind of same tone ish. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. There's one part where it's just like, no, I see what you're doing there. I see you, Kirkwood man. Just recycling. Let's go. We do that. He sampled his own song. It's all good. Yeah, everybody samples each other's. Yeah, and then you have whatever. Johnny Cash just showing up. He's like, I'm going to take this. And everyone's like, okay, sir. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the people who made the song, they were like, it's way better his style. Like, no, that's his song. Yeah. That was, who was that, Nine Inch Nails? Nah, nine, nine Inch Nails, yeah. yeah. I remember watching uh, like VH1's like 100 Greatest Songs in the 90s. And it was it was their song, but Johnny Cash's version. Yeah. And um, they were like, yeah, we remember when he came and we heard it and we were like, god damn. That's, uh, yeah. It's way better than ours. <laughs> so it was just like, yeah. that's respect, I though. To, I, uh, I, oh, yeah. It's very uh, cool of them. So. I was listening to a podcast recently where this conversation literally came up on that podcast. Yeah. And the person's re- uh, reference was like, wait, you're telling me the Eddie Guerrero tribute song was not written by Johnny Cash? I'm like, <laughs> that's right. They played Hurt for Eddie Guerrero's thing when he yeah. passed away. <laughs> yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. Um, Crazy. So do you think these aliens are probing just anybody or are they probing like high profile like subjects like – well, I haven't gotten probed yet, so I guess they're not. the leftover <laughs> people that didn't get applied for Aslam's program. There, so he's <laughs> maybe next. that's what that program is. They're looking yeah. for the healthiest people to annually probe. Mm-hmm. These are these. This, that's why they're paying so much money. It's aliens. It's that these companies, aliens, aliens. Yeah. Hey, stool for my <clears throat> fools. Yeah, donate now. <laughs> um, yeah, but oh man, that's crazy. Ain't being ain't like waking up, like I really like the like, psych. First of all, I love aliens. Just the thought of it, and uh, there's a lot of crazy stuff. Um, <laughs> just in the context, it's, just, it's funny. Yeah. Uh, just in the co- uh, just seeing all these these crazy videos that like make you think like shit. That really proves it, and then it's. I don't know, man. I, I, I do have some videos. I've told you guys about it before off the podcast, but <clears throat> there's some really interesting videos from NASA's like space telescopes and stuff when they were looking at the sun and other satellite footage that sh- kind of shows um, these weird phenomena. And it, it, there's really no other explanation than it could be like extraterrestrial life. And it's uh, it's really mind boggling. <clears throat> Yeah, can't wait to uh, share it and talk about it. But um, I th- honestly, at the end of the day, I don't think there's going to be a way getting out of these anal probings, man. I no, no, just gotta, just gotta you know, accept it. You know what? I also feared at night, aside from alien anal probing, Sleep is uh, ghost anal probing. Like ghosts, no, I don't just, care about ghosts. Just bang you in your butt <laughs> while you're sleeping. He ain't that afraid ha- of no ghosts. No, that happened to me in Chicago. I don't give a fuck. 
<laughs> he, I was he, shit, he took that me shit like, man. did it to me while it was whispering sweet nothings in my ear. I was just like, all right, whatever. I'm going to sleep. Good night. I was That's just knocked all. out. I was just, I was like, man, you do you. <laughs> you <laughs> he did me. You in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and man. you know what's funny? I had just eaten Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, shit. <clears throat> Taco Bell's wow. in on it. <laughs> yeah, Taco, Taco Bell Bell's hired a ghost to anally butt ra- rape you. <laughs> it's no, nah, they're they control the aliens, and that alien was in camouflage mode, it was invisible. <clears throat> oh, snap! And then it came and uh, did what Makes it did sense. after it is a haunted hotel. After he got one, banged so. by a predator. <laughs> <laughs> I love the sound effects. Oh, hello? Is someone there? <laughs> <clears throat> oh man! All right. Well, then, what, what would would there be anything else you would do? I mean, it really depends on the context. Like, yeah, like you were saying, try to talk out of it if I can't move. If I do oh. suddenly get movement, then I'm kicking. I'm oh, you know what? Doing would be a great it. idea for another one of these topics. Hmm. It's kind of like a D and D scenario. Like, so we have to build up the scenario and then mm-hmm. you got like, and be, and have lots and lots of specifics. And then okay, like, so like, you got to do D just without the stuff. Yeah. So it's like, I come up to yeah, you and be I'm like, um, all right. So here's the scenario, right? You're getting any probe. You're on this type of ship. These are the alien class. This is how far advanced they are. This, 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 and that, mm-hmm. um, are we gonna roll gonna on do? our actions? Like, oh, I got a twenty-four. No, so no, it's kind of just like Bruce you're Lee trying to this alien in the face. Yeah, no, it's kind of like you're trying to get out of the situation from like the very specific scenario I built for you. Because you guys ask questions like, what type of aliens? Like, how yeah. far advanced they are? You were like, I'll just have an EMP, and I'm like, no, nah, they can't. Like, you know what I mean? But like, have yeah. a very specific set of laws with the story, and then you kind of yeah. got to get out of it. <clears throat> See if you can yeah. or can't. I've done that to explain D&D to people where they're yeah. like, how do you play D&D? And I was just like, all right, you and me are sitting in this room and somebody walks in the door with a katana. What do you do? And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I do this. I'm like, there you go. You're playing D&D. Like, yeah, that's yeah. really what, it, you know. <laughs> it really is. Just what are you going to yeah. do next? <laughs> Imagine. <Yeah>. Cre- be creative. <laughs> I'm going to pull my wee-wee out. And <laughs> is that a British accent? Yeah. Possibly. I don't know. I changed characters. <laughs> That's actually not bad. It's not bad. bad. Thank bad. you. I, I can't do accents. It. I can't even do my own people's accent. <laughs> Who are your people? Like the Egyptian accent? Oh, I see. Like when they can't speak like uh English like proper English and they have mm. that you know. Like when when Spanish people speak English or Indian yeah. people speak English, they have their accents. We have a specific accent too, but I just can't do it. I can't. There's I can't a whole song about how Egyptians walk. <clears throat> that is very true. Yeah, walk like an Egyptian. It's a very instructional <laughs> video. Go watch it. Yeah. All right, should like we? It just uh... takes a little while to get anywhere. Is that song historically accurate? Is that how y'all <laughs> walk in the sand? Yes, yeah, that's the only way to walk in the sand. Because then you sink. You know what I mean. So you got to. Yeah, like, just, just picture just, just a regular city. Just everybody's doing that. Yeah. At all times. In, in the book Dune, they have like a special. Yeah, I know. That's like that's the first thing the I thought of too. It's like that's how y'all were walking. Because they um you you have to create like a. Or like else a the knot, worms will catch them. Like a non-hero. Yeah, you can't it's like have a, a disruptive yeah, you can't pattern. Have a thing. Yeah. Yep. 
if you have if you walk normally you have like a pattern so they come after the the, yeah. the vibrations with that being but, said if i'm a worm and i hear somebody doing that crazy shit like what, 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 what's that i want to see what that is <laughs> <laughs> then you just find some jackass like oh they can't get me <laughs> who's walking my turf <laughs> it's just like some people doing the crip walk on the sand what it really is <laughs> Michael <laughs> Jackson anyway. would never get caught. He would just moonwalk all day. They wouldn't catch That's him. That's a lot day. of moonwalking. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> Imagine moonwalking across a whole desert. <laughs> My calves would be on fire. Just Bro, like, that is oh, insane. God. That is insane. It's like he doesn't even see where he's going. Like, hopefully he's getting somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> he moonwalks yeah. off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, like, that's a lot of effort. <laughs> he falls down the dune like, oh. Oh, shit. Oh, All right, man. let's let's jump into the news segment. Oh damn, I never put up my. Uh... All right, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put that up there for a second. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot. I completely forgot about this. Anybody not watching the video portion of this, please, I beg of you, watch the video portion. If you haven't seen it before, we have a ticker at the bottom that kind of says. You know what we're talking about, and this entire discussion, Eslob did not put it up, and nobody <laughs> noticed. So now that we're finished with it, it just says extraterrestrial anal probing. <laughs> question mark? Question mark? Yeah. All right. So, so now we can jump into wrestling. <laughs> Are we doing? Power- okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I forgot, oh, guys. Man. Sorry. Um. Uh, well, with that being said, this topic might be, you know, somewhat similar to the anal probing story. So let me share my screen. Oh, who's getting fucked? <laughs> uh, crap. I don't have it on the right. All right. So while Dan's pulling that up, um, don't forget to like and subscribe to the channel. Go check out our uh, Los Wise Guys website and uh, follow us on social media. Okay. Yeah, I have it. I just don't know why it's not popping up as an option to share here. Make sure I'm Is it the window tab or? I'm trying to do window. There it is. Got it. All right. You guys see it? You there? Yeah. All right. So, Powerbomb Weekly. A while ago, I talked about Vince McMahon a lot being forced to leave WWE. Well, basically, after we did the episode of uh, the podcast last week, and then I was watching Wrestle Kingdom, the big Japanese show, rumors have been coming around about Vince McMahon potentially bringing himself back into the WWE. Like, well, you you were you retired, you were quote unquote kicked out. What, what's going on? He's like, yeah, I led to. I was given some bad advice, so I'll, I might be trying to come back. And those these are like rumors. And then throughout the week, the rumors started becoming more and more prevalent. And then he releases a press conference. And it's not even like a WWE press conference. It's a Vincent Kennedy McMahon press conference. <laughs> it's yeah. just himself. And he's just like, yeah, so the whole thing is he's saying that he's going back to WWE to pursue a sale of the company. He says okay. that basically, yeah, nobody other than myself can sell the WWE. So I'm going to put myself back in place to do so. Mm. <clears throat> But um, so once he was, you know, forcibly retired and everything and he was kicked out of the, uh, you know, out of the uh, what's the term? He's no longer a chairperson. Yeah. Um, basically, he was just like, you know what? He still has enough sh- shares in the company. And with these shares come the special powers where he basically was just like, I'm going to go back in. I'm going to do it. Uh, and that's what he did. So he basically took two people that he got fired. Remember when he was firing everybody he could find? Mm-hmm. He got two people that he fired, two executives. 
that disagreed with his terms of getting rid of the WWE Network. He brought them back, forced three other people on the board to basically leave to take their spots. And then once he got there, two other people, one of which who was doing the investigation on the Vince McMahon allegations, they were both qu- they both suddenly quit. And now mm. Vince McMahon is the head of the board <clears throat> again. <Damn>. So <laughs> that's some yeah. fishy shit. Do you feel like they planned it? Like he like planned to step away and then planned to like put himself back in, or is, or is it actually like real, real? So, I don't know. So I mean, this is all like real stories, obviously, but it's like. I don't know if he planned on doing that. I think he was planning to stay the whole time, but he thought that the best play at that moment was to leave and then try to find a way to come back. And essentially it worked. That's, that's what he did. But I think initially his plan was just like, Hey, this is all going to kind of just blow over. We'll be fine. I'll just stay over here. I'll take myself off screen. I'll let Stephanie run everything. We're all going to be good. And then got to the point where people were just like, Hey, you know, this isn't a good look. You're the, face of the company you're the running the company and there's all these allegations you should leave you know basically to save the company and that's why he left and that's and he even said it. he's like yeah i think i was just bad advice i think i'm just gonna come back so i can get the sale going and um last time we did powerbound weekly one of the news stories was which company is gonna buy wwe so it's yeah. like that's that's another thing that came up where it's like people have been talking because they're like uh tv rights and all that the contracts and all that it's, it's about to be up so basically they're trying to see if they could get wwe sold within the next three to six months mm. and have somebody else buy it. Now that could go to Comcast. It could go to Fox. It could go to Disney. It could go to Warner brothers discovery, which would suck for AEW. It could go to Tony Khan, the owner of AEW. It could go to so many people. And one other name that came up, which I really don't want is Saudi Arabia, where it's apparently they, I mean, mm. remember they're, they're buying a bunch of like video game companies. They own the rights to like a lot of like video games and one people, one some people were just like, "Hey, if they were to buy it, basically take over, just have Vince McMahon run it." And I feel like that's just the ultimate worst case scenario. Um, and they can't. Do you think any of the streaming companies would be able to do this to buy it? One hundred percent. Like anyone can. No, I'm um, just saying. Now, do you think they would have enough capital to go up against any of the other big networks? Because They'll, they'll, it's going to be like a decent price for this company. Oh, yeah. Well, when you say streaming company, what do you mean? Like a Netflix? Yeah. I don't Cause know. Because HBO is not a streaming company, right? HBO is a network that has yeah, a streaming Yeah, that's why service. I was like Warner Discovery. They can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they can. Um, yeah. But like Netflix can't really. I mean, Disney could obviously just Disney buy Disney can anything. buy the world, yeah. Yeah. Um, but is there any other streaming company that's not tied to uh a big like um studio or corporation other than netflix because like hulu's tied to disney well Uh, hulu's tied to disney and comcast but i think unless i'm mistaken comcast sold the rest of their rights of hulu to disney Mm -hmm. which just gave them a huge influx of money and they they already basically air raw and nxt Mm -hmm. so who's to say that they won't just buy the whole company oh you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like there's a, there's all these different segments that, you know, like they go into it. And then that's why everyone's just like, why wouldn't Tony Khan do it? And they asked Tony Khan's like, you know, because his family, they come for money. They own a football team. They own AEW. They own a soccer team over in England. Like they have a shit ton of money. Yeah. They're like, would you guys do it? And he's just like, I'm paying very close attention to what's happening. That's mm-hmm. all Tony Khan said, um, which would be insane if he were to buy WWE, but I now, don't see that happening. I, I understand you said the worst case scenario would be Saudi Arabia buys it, Vince McMahon runs it. <clears throat> what would be your best case scenario for this to have 
to still be a good product or become an even better product for the fans? Who would you Whoever, like to buy it? Honestly, it, it it really doesn't even matter who buys it at that point. It's, it's who's, who's running, running it? who's running the day to day. Let Triple H continue to do what he's doing. Mm. That honestly, that's what it is. Let Triple H do what he needs to do, um, and then you would want to let basically everything that happened once Vince left, leave it in that place. But yeah. then we get to my new story where that's not the case. So first new story. Um, this is on Wrestle Talk, written by Connell Rumsey. Breaking <clears throat> news at the time. Stephanie McMahon resigns from WWE. Vince McMahon named executive chairman. So when Vince was forced to retire, Stephanie McMahon, she came in and was co-CEO with Nick Khan and the chair was doing whatever. As soon as Vince McMahon comes back in and is officially part of the chair, Stephanie McMahon resigns. She put out a statement out on Twitter, said, hey, thank you. I love working with Nick Khan. WWE's going to do great things. They don't need me anymore. Uh, remember, initially she was uh, she was leaving. Uh, remember, she she resigned from her previous position. Um, the whole things with Vince McMahon happened. She came in and was put in as co-CEO. Yeah. So now that Vince is chairman, she's gone again. Does it have something to do with Vince there? Was she there to help maybe establish Vince McMahon coming back? Is she leaving because Vince is coming back? We don't know. We yeah. don't know what's going on. But now the sole one and only CEO of WWE is Nick Khan. Which is uh, very interesting because this guy, he's just basically like a sales agent of some sort. And he was originally hired by WWE to sell assets, make money for WWE, and potentially sell WWE. And now this man's the CEO. Yeah. Um, so that's something. And rumor has it that when he uh, – they made a deal in his contract that – we don't know the exact numbers. But when he does sell WWE, he gets a bonus that is worth more than what TNT paid AEW for one year of television. Which That's was forty five million dollars. He'll be oh, making okay, forty five million. It's not bad. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not that much in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, but still, it's like it's going to be more than that, and that's basically he's just getting hired just to fire everybody with Vince and then do yeah. this. So there is that. So anyway, see now the, the firing story, makes sense. Well, I've been saying it the whole time. I was like, if he's getting rid of all these people, it must be to show like, hey, we don't have that much. Um, I just touched this. Is my audio still good? Yeah, you're good. Okay, um, uh, you'd have to imagine the whole reason he's selling everything was to like kind of show like lower like look we're not spending that much for yeah. you know contracts or resources or anything like that we have nothing it's, we, it's, we have a it's you there. make your books look better than they exactly. are if you if you start just letting all these people go uh, you get an influx of uh, revenue all of a sudden because you're not paying exactly out. yeah and that was always like the speculation like there's they were firing people because of this mm-hmm. um, which is funny because ever since that. Uh, Ever since like news started happening of like Vince McMahon maybe coming back, Triple H has been signing fucking everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah. there's a bunch of people that are like coming to WWE. But anyway, so this is um, I kind of already explained this, but this is a news story also on Wrestle Talk written by Liam uh, Winter. Uh, it says how Vince McMahon could can gain uh, control of WWE creative. So we said how he got the position to be chairman again. Yeah, but. In terms of getting, uh, you know, the creative in here, basically, he's the head of the chair. He could go in there. He could have it stated in his contract, which I believe he might. Or it's just like, hey, I'm over here. Um, either one, whoever's going to buy us is going to say, well, we have some, We want somebody who has experience to run our creative. And who has more experience than running WWE than Vince McMahon? So they might do that. Or he could just go in there and be like, hey. I'm doing this. I'm the one who put Nick Khan in this position. I made him CEO. I'm the chairman. Why wouldn't I run creative? I'm Vince McMahon. 
and he could yeah. also take that away from Triple H. So there's like multiple ways he could take this away from Triple this H. Is, I, like I'm not, a, I'm obviously nowhere near a wrestling fan like you, but mm-hmm. this is pretty disappointing news to me. Yeah, it's um, it's it's one of those. If if Vince is on the up and up, which this is Vince we're talking about. And he's putting himself in this position to sell the company and stay out of creative. Fine. Okay. Do that. At the end of the day, as wrestling fans who view the product for what it is, yeah, you want somebody who's kind of understands today's product. And Triple H is proving that he he is that person. Yeah. Let, just let him do his thing. Let Triple H do what he's doing. Um, the funny thing is he immediately made a Vince McMahon decision uh, a couple of weeks ago where Charlotte Flair, who under Vince McMahon's regime, uh, Ric Flair's daughter, she was like always champion. She always beats everybody. It's like, oh, my God, we're tired of Charlotte. Literally, Charlotte Flair came back on her first night, beat Ronda Rousey, became women's champion all on the same night. I was like, oh, that mm-hmm. seems like a Vince McMahon decision if I've ever seen one. And this was before Vince came back. Yeah. But I'm not saying it's related, but that's a very <laughs> Vince, uh, Vince decision. Yeah. But anyway, this is uh this kind of explains how he could gain control of creative. If you guys want to check that out, go over to Wrestle Talk. And then this one is an update on Triple H's status following Stephanie McMahon's uh, resignation. This is also written by Connell Rumsey. So with this story, as of right now, everything is the same. Um, Triple H is still considered the chief content officer, so he's still the CCO, and he's still running the creative side of everything. Uh, Shawn Michaels is still running NXT. So it's like, uh, basically, Triple H's crew is still there, but for how long? Remember, all the people that Vince fired, Triple H brought back. William Regal, who just left AEW, came back to work with Triple H. This is, this is Henry Cavill all over again. <laughs> God damn it. So it's like, you know, it's like all these people. So it's like, oh, I don't know, man. So it's it, there's a couple things. There's a, some people that I think might have been on the fence. Like, maybe I could go back to WWE because, you know, it's Triple H's thing. And now they look at this like, I'm happy elsewhere. Um, but with that being said, Triple H just recently got Dragon Lee. Um, he's about to uh, sign Carl Fredericks, uh, who is a young lion from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Rumor has it they might be getting Jay White, the Switchblade from New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's either gonna go, so he's going somewhere in the U.S. Apparently, either to AEW or WWE. WWE has bigger pockets, so if they could afford him. Um, you know, MJF. He's been saying for the longest time he's gonna cause the bidding war of 2024. Who's going to get MJF at the end of the day when his contract runs out? If he wants to go to WWE, MJF would fit anywhere they put him. He's that good. So that's another guy who could potentially go there one day. So it's like, honestly, any anyone could, uh, you know, go anywhere. Uh, and it all really depends on what happens with this whole st- Vince McMahon takeover and, you know, what's going to go, uh, what's going to go on <laughs> with this. But um, one thing I wanted to talk about is, uh, so one of my favorite promos in wrestling history was the promo for the nwo when they first got introduced to wwe from wcw and triple and uh, vince mcmahon gave this promo where he was talking about well here let me just let me just see if i can show it to you guys so you have an idea but um yeah it's it's just it's very entertaining all right so can you guys see my screen here yeah yep all right so there's an ad let's see if we can just get past that but yeah, so uh, years ago, WCW, they had NWO, New World Order. They came uh, over to WWE. They were t- beating uh, everybody up. They were taking over everything. So I just want to show this video that kind of like everybody's been comparing to today ever since this whole Vince McMahon takeover. And it's like Vince is doing what he said he was going to do back in 2003. So let's see if I can get that to work. Hopefully it does.
Yeah, do a quick refresh. Uh, young Vince with a Band-Aid on his head. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this video is going to work, guys. <laughs> it is it's what it loading. is. Yeah, I don't know why it's not... Yeah, it's not going through. I don't know. Look at his face. <laughs> oh, oh, there God. it is. That's classic. That's awesome. Okay. We can yeah. hear. Is this uh, Google Chrome? It is. Play yeah, it pause it, don't you have to like allow the sound or something? Or No. You still don't hear nothing? No. Nah. It's fine. So what Vince is saying is uh, basically this was around the time uh, Vince McMahon and Ric Flair had to be like, hey, we're both co-owners of JDB. And Vince McMahon's like, I'm going to bring in the NWO. And what he stated is literally like what everybody's comparing to today. He's like, Ric Flair is going to kill the WWF. I'm not going to let anybody kill the WWF. If anybody's going to do it, it's going to be me. I'm going to inject this lethal poison into the WWF and I'm going to destroy what I created. Everyone's just like, oh, yeah, no, it's happening. It's like the promise <laughs> true. Vince is doing that now. <laughs> He's come back to destroy his creation, his own baby. So um He's like, I'd rather destroy than let Triple H make it better. <laughs> and that's you know. We'll see if that's the case. We'll see what happens uh in the upcoming weeks and see if WWE does get bought by someone. Um but, man, this is some Game of Thrones type. It really shit. Is. <laughs> like Oh man, this is uh, it, this is interesting. People have been comparing it to that. They've been comparing it to Succession, like all these yeah. other like shows. That it's just like Succession was probably the better show. I haven't watched it, that's why I didn't. Yeah, compare it to it. But yeah, I uh, corporate craziness. Ah, uh, yeah, wild man. shit, wild, 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 wild west. All right. Um, is that it for your Powerbomb Weekly? That's all I have for Powerbomb Weekly. I don't know if you still want to do that uh, PlayStation controller thing. Yeah, let's do that. Then we can jump into Disco's uh, uh, review. Okay. And then um, we'll go from there. All right. Oh, let me share one more time. All right. So uh, a little while ago, PlayStation, I'm sorry, Xbox did a, um, they made a uh, accessible controller for people who have disabilities so they can still have access to video games. And everyone's like, that's the coolest thing ever. Awesome. Everybody should do this. Uh, including Nintendo and PlayStation. And neither company has really done anything for the longest time. We're like, what's going on? And finally, at CES uh, this past week, uh, PlayStation announced that they have a controller called Project Leonardo. Oh, so, I have seen this. I was like, what the hell is... Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's pretty so, interesting. Yeah, so um, the controller in the middle, obviously, is like the, you know, the regular you know, dual sense controller. And then the the bottom ones here, those are the accessible ones, the Project Leonardo. So the way it works, it's all these things are like detachable. You can adjust them any way you want, uh, depending on, you know, what kind of, you know, disability or anything that you have and you adjust it to your needs. Um, here's a full breakdown over here. Also this article, if you guys want to check it out, it's a polygon written by Michael Wickwarder. Uh, so here's like a controller where you see like all this stuff is like detachable. You can kind of remove stuff and adjust it to any way you need it to be. So um, I haven't seen a full, full breakdown on exactly how, you know, this can, uh, you know, how this works and everything. But I've said it many times on the podcast. I had an uncle who used to play video games. He has a disability. And he, over the years, he just couldn't play anymore. 
because um, he wasn't able to hold the controller. And this is one of those things where I still see to this day. I was like, that's that's awesome. I, I hope that this is something that could bring hit someone like him or anyone, uh, whether it's somebody who has some form of disability or maybe they just broke a hand and they have to wait for it to heal for a couple months. They could still enjoy video games or something like this. So, you know, it's it's usable for everybody. Maybe one of us like myself, if I get older one day, I get arthritis. I don't know. I still want to play video games. I want to be able to play video games with something like this. I would be able to do so. So this is something that I hope not only PlayStation and Xbox, hopefully one day Nintendo and other companies, this is something that they look at and they're like, hey, gaming is for everyone. Let's make it that way, you know? So that's something that I think uh, I think it's pretty is, cool. I mean, what do you guys think about this? That is really cool to make it uh, more games more accessible because it's like uh, games are extremely fun. That they're like almost majority of our content. <laughs> um, it's a, just It's just amazing. And it's like a pure pure love for gaming to to want to mm-hmm. be able to give it to everyone and uh, yeah. I, I totally respect that and i i salute these people and i hope uh i hope it really does allow you know a bunch of other people to experience games like the last of us and all types of just all all yeah. the all the really good ones out there that just need to be seen and uh it's i'm i'm glad that this controller can help bring it to them absolutely really cool stuff there yeah, yeah i'm uh i'm really this looks really cool. Um, I hope it works really well for uh, people with uh, handicaps. But re- Xbox already has one, correct? Yeah, they have their uh, their adaptive controller. Um, I can pull it up if you want to see what it looks like. Also, uh, they've handy? had it Good for a while. You. They've had it for a few years now. Yeah. Um, so this is theirs. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing. I, I don't know if it's as customizable, but uh. There you go. So you guys have an idea. It looks like a beatbox. Like a... Think of it as like the original Nintendo controller, just enlarged. Yeah. I see. Interesting. So it's a, it's a similar thing. This is the first one they came up with. So this is like the first accessible, you know, controller as far as, you know, mainstream is concerned. Yeah. Um. So it's like, it's something that apparently uh, people have used it. They say it works very well. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, it's a very, very good controller. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the way it works is so you see the two big circles. I think that they have like touchpads in certain areas or whatever. And basically you map the controls and this is on both controllers. You map the controls, however you need them for your, you know, for your needs basically. And you can enjoy games however you want. So, yeah. Um, like the other one is cool, but there's like a lot of little buttons. I don't know exactly how it's going to work. Yeah. Um, especially if someone, can't really move and uh, and and if they have to hit the buttons in quick successions to create depending on how the game is mapped yeah uh, but like again it really I depends ha- on the disability to be honest yeah it depends uh, on disability but then you have like um <clears throat> for example i i praise last of us 2 all the time and the, the most recent god of war did it as well where software plays a huge part of it like this is our yes. hardware and hardware is just starting to get into it but software has been trying to get better with the accessibility they're not there yet but they are improving with just about every major release um so i it's just like, feel that because yeah. this is like two it, like everything is connected into one thing and it's not two separate things <clears throat> that you kind of have to place down or whatever i feel like this kind of i feel like this is kind of like a, a better ergonomic design because not two separate entities that you have it's like it's like it's a keyboard pretty much with like two big buttons 
Well, the other like one, it... you don't have to use both. Remember, it's successful. You map the buttons. So you could do everything on one <clears throat> controller. You don't want to have to use both things. You could just use the one. The, the reason why I say this is because like one controller has like that knob and the other one doesn't. I, now, I don't know if they're sold separately. Maybe you don't need the knob and you need the other thing. Or maybe they both come. I, I, I Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen it being used yet. Yeah. But I'm I'm judging from just the picture, so mm-hmm. I mean, uh, it's just that's just my initial thoughts on it. But listen, it's fantastic that PlayStation is catching up and mm-hmm. they're doing this. They do have a lot of exclusive games that, even if Xbox has this controller, they can't really play the, these games on the Xbox and be able to use this controller. So PlayStation finally catching up and being putting something out like this is is fantastic for anybody who has a handicap that wants and likes to play games but that it's it's great to see out of nintendo's got a nintendo and they'll release one in like 10 15 years and it's they're gonna be like you can just use the xbox one on our (laughs) system but here's you connect our controller to the xbox one so you can play it on our you know systems because well, you know. could kind of sort of do that now. I, I could be mistaken. Like, before the PlayStation controller, remember, X, uh, like, PlayStation, they've been trying to do better about putting their games on PC. So the moment you put a game on PC, you, you could can grab any Xbox, Xbox controller and play it. So you could, uh, in theory, I believe, you could use this controller to play that game. 100% so if somebody probably. wanted to play, like, Last of Us on PC, they should be able to use this Xbox adapter controller. Um, I could be wrong about that, but I would assume so. The that makes, problem with Nintendo, I think that is how it works, especially yeah. Like yeah. on Steam and stuff like that. Exactly. The, the problem with Nintendo is, like you said, Nintendo's going to Nintendo. They keep making their weird decisions. And a lot of their stuff involves either motion controls, which right there, oh, yeah, exactly. that's an issue. Or handheld. You know, <laughs> you know, or it, well, well, remember, the Switch technically isn't a handheld. Whatever. So it's like... <laughs> Fucking technicality. If you dock it, it's not a handheld. It's on your TV and you're holding a controller to play with it. So it's like they would still be able to do it. (laughs) They're going to release it when games are like Neuralink and stuff where it's like you don't even need it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, When games finally do get... Do you just toss your headset? (laughs) No, it fell off my big ass head (laughs) That confused me too. I was like, what? Yeah, I was like, I didn't even realize you took it off. I was like looking at the controller. (laughs) <laughs> um, but uh, nah, man. Hopefully, hopefully this this controller works. Project Leonardo works fine, and uh, hopefully, we, if you know, we get better iterations, and that's something they keep doing, you know, moving forward, and the software, you know, keep getting better with that as well. I think the software will keep getting better. It's a, it's, it's something that's not simpler to do, but it's you know, it's you just got to figure out the coding, and and yeah. you have a lot of very very smart people working on these things, so. No. It's just some um, studios focus on it more than others. That's the only issue. It's 100%. like we need everybody can you know cause, you know. That's uh, probably because some studios together. can put more money into it than others. Exactly, and, and that's just the sad, not yeah. the sad truth of it. But it it is what it is, you know. Yeah. Well, Xbox they do this Hard one too. cool thing. Yeah, Xbox does a cool thing where I I don't know if they still have it. Where even if you're not if you're like a small indie that's not associated with Xbox, they can work with you to do accessible stuff. And they they're partnered yeah. with Steven Saylor. Who is like a big advocate for, um, you know, like accessibility. He's also known as the blind gamer. Like he's legitimately like legally blind, so he could barely see. And mm-hmm. this dude, like, he still plays games. And he's just like, you know, a game like Last of Us, where you have you could change the colors and everything. Because of that, he can play. Nice. So it's yeah. like you know, it's like different things like that that you could do for people. And he's a uh, you know, he's a like a point of contact for them for that. Shout out to Inferno Killer Fox. Happy birthday! Good to have you on the podcast. We miss you. We love you. 
Good to see you, Henry. What's up, Henry? Happy birthday. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Disco. Oh, we're done with this, right? Yeah, yeah. Stop sharing everything. You're good. All right, Disco. <clears throat> Today, I will be reviewing a show that snuck up on me. Um, it was uh, my first Korean drama. Uh, you can find it on Netflix. It's called Alchemy of Souls. This one is like a drama. I think romance, I have that on my list. Sci-fi. Honestly, if you get a chance, watch it. Even if you put it on the background and watch it like that, it's still really good. I found is myself it at it. Uh, the first part is dubbed, and the second part that just came out uh, is not dubbed. So okay. you probably gotta wait like a little before they, you know, catch up on that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but uh, it's it's. This story just took me. I, I didn't take myself for like a romance like type person, but I actually ended up towards the end like being like, just kiss her already, dude. Like you know, I was yeah. there like all for hey, it. A good like, story is a good story, you know. Yeah. So that. I was like, uh, so it was like, it was very interesting. It started off hard, very like momentum was like fast paced. They're battling, and then they kind of like flashbacked a little to like catch up to the intensity of the beginning. But uh, pretty much, <clears throat> kind of slight spoilers. This is just an intro, kind of give you a taste of what the show's about. It's uh, this dying king. He he summons his like head sorcerer, the Guanju, Guanju or something like that. Um, and so uh, he asks him to shift souls with him. Um, that's that's where the alchemy of souls comes into play. They switch bodies, and he ha- he ha- specifically asked to switch his bodies for seven days, and. The uh, first thing the king does is bang the sorcerer dude's wife and have a kid <laughs> with her. So uh, this becomes like a big thing. It's like a forbidden child. When the child was conceived, the king's star appeared, and that's supposed to be a significant thing. Significant thing. And uh, so the when they switch bodies back, the sorcerer, the head sorcerer, blocked his like gates, uh, like chakra, whatever they they call the gates. And uh, so they're trying to just like hide him away and keep him subdued. And so he doesn't unleash crazy power and like uh, uh, fulfill his destiny, which is supposed to be. Is this live action? Yeah, it's, it's real people. And uh, so uh, and then there's also this assassin who's also a body shifter. And she's like causing crazy havoc, killing a bunch of people. And then she happens to switch bodies into this kind of a weak body that. Uh, um where when she after she shifts soul she can't even use her powers anymore the body's so weak and so she's kind of trapped in this body and her and jong uk the other the other the forbidden child uh meet and this is where the romance blooms and it's actually pretty pretty good um yeah, she prom she becomes his master to try to like pretty much unlock his gates and they eventually they do and he gets super strong and he you know falls in love with her and they have to like unlock her power so she could be f- free and you know back to her strong self and uh there's just a lot of drama and like between the different mage cities and i i found myself like enraptured in this like little story and uh the romance is like a little cheesy but i i totally liked it in the end and uh it was a it was a it was a quite the ride and the last season that just came out uh this prior weekend it had me uh had me there like at the edge of my seat uh they 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 like had me thinking a bunch of people were gonna die and i was like oh my god i was really like feeling it 
and um but uh after watching it uh, i i just fell in love with it it was uh, my first k drama like i said so i uh, i'm now i'm open to trying other k dramas because uh they really know what they're doing over there and <laughs> i was like I, I never took myself for a romance person and uh <laughs> so it's like it was really a nice show that kind of opened my eyes and they i feel like these uh the koreans did it right it was so good uh all like the lore and the, the kind of like the little feuds between the families and the the tension between not being able to be together and also then actually being together for a little bit and then just like stuff getting in the way all the time um it was just uh such a good show i recommend if you guys if uh yeah yeah henry i'm a romantic softy now i uh i'm all about lifetime stories and movies <laughs> no uh but uh yeah Alchemy of Souls, if you get the chance, I would check it out. Uh, highly recommend. Uh, it uh, it was just so good. It was so good. Nice. It's, um, no, you say something? No, go ahead. I was going to say, um, so you're talking about like a K-drama. I don't know if that's like exclusive to just shows, but like just uh, basically Korean anything has just like been proving the past couple of years. Like they're doing it. Like between this show you're talking about, um, you have uh, what's that called? Train to Busan, which came out a few years ago, was extremely popular. Uh, you got the what's it called think, show on Netflix that just came out, which everybody. I think they have uh, a movie called Witch Subversion. I think that's Korean. That was a really mm -hmm. cool one too, and they have mm -hmm. a second sequel to that one too, which something else. Yeah, I mean that Squid Game, which is what I'm trying to. What I was trying to remember Squid Game, and then. You have the other one that we did the rate and review for, that one best picture, uh, Disco. That was one of your picks. I can't remember the name right now. Shadow? Uh, <laughs> no, uh, Parasite. No, not Shadow. Parasite. Uh, Parasite. Yeah, it's another one. So it's like they're just kind of like they've been killing it the past couple of years. It's like, hey, man, like, yeah, I'm in, I'm in the same boat um, where if they do something, like, I definitely want to check it out. Like, hey, this is, you know, it's solid content. It's, like, really good. It's well-written. Um, they're yeah, like, for the most uh, part, I enjoy it. They're like the U.S. in, like, the 90s and 2000s. They were just, they're pumping out great content, whether it's music uh, mm. or entertainment or uh, animations or whatever. But 100%, their manwas are amazing. Um, mm. I've read a couple, and they've I've enjoyed the hell out of them. They They're right up there with the Japanese mangas, so... They have a different uh, presentation style. They have like a more of a webtoon um, layout than traditional manga, but they're they're really good. Uh, I really enjoyed them. I haven't seen too many K dramas. I don't think I've ever tried one, but I have seen some of their movies. But and and they're really good. I saw this one. Was it Korean or Japanese? Uh, I saw this one where it was like these. Um, it was a futuristic movie. Or space like delivery service and shit and uh, what was really cool was that like there was a lot of different people speaking very different languages but there was like this trend there was like this automatic translation that they, they didn't say it but there was it was just kind of like implied because i would be speaking like uh, there was like someone who spoke arabic and like the person who was speaking korean or japanese or mm -hmm. english or whatever just understood them and then mm -hmm. they responded in their own language and there was no That's need a, to like they used speak. to do that way back in the day yeah like, the, like, it's like star like trek 70s. they have the uh, like auto translator yeah yeah or it's star wars everybody just understands each other no matter what they're saying yeah but uh, so, yeah, they, the they do that a lot, like in the 70s, where it's like some movies, it's like, I forgot what the term is, 
but everybody would speak their own language. Like a lot of um, Italian Westerns uh, from that era, uh, like the mm-hmm. 60s into the 70s would do that, where they would get somebody who's an American, like a Clint Eastwood or whatever. Mm-hmm. He'd speak English language. And then you have other people would speak like Italian if they were an Italian actor. They would just kind of just speak whatever language they had. And yeah. then they would just make the movie. But yeah, man, it's uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, Henry Henry's saying his mom loves uh, Korean dramas, and she can't go back to telenovelas because of the overtop drama. Telenovelas, <laughs> telenovelas has yeah. the same overtop drama like the Indian soap operas. That shit's mm-hmm. ridiculous. There and K dramas this... like right there with them, like K drama, like soap operas. Like I've I've seen a few where it's like it, I I know exactly where Henry's coming from with that. Yeah. Like I've seen. Oh my god! Like I remember watching some of my parents' novelas, and they'll be like saying something and all of a sudden it just zooms in like like you better <laughs> yeah. zoom into his eyes see his thoughts just like Dude, I, I saw this one scene from an indian like drama where this like mother-in-law slaps her daughter-in-law and then she falls back and somehow and she ends gets up, wrapped in a thing she oh. wraps herself in like she's she falls back and all of a sudden while falling back somehow the curtain wraps around her neck and like She's dying. I think she might have fell, fallen into a casket even. Like, there was, like, an open oh, casket, like, I think. That, I don't know, bro. That shit was so goddamn funny. Um, but, yeah. All right. Was Is there anything else we're going to discuss today? <clears throat> uh, I have another show. Uh, be quick if y'all, if y'all have time for it. Um, how important is this show? Uh, Willow just ended. Mm. Oh, that's the remake? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah, give it a quick shot. Yeah, it'll be like it up. two minutes. It was actually a very quick show. Um, so uh, next up, I'll be discussing the Willow show that just released on um, Disney. Disney, yeah, Disney. Disney Plus. Uh, and I actually saw the original movie to kind of like get the background for this because it came out of like 1989 or something. Very old movie. And Quite honestly, it still holds up. I was surprised. <laughs> like, yeah, the graphics aren't there, but the actual movie was pretty solid. I enjoyed it. And then, um, so then yeah, actually, graphics started aren't everything, sh- James Cameron. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> he wasn't proven wrong, which <laughs> I was very upset about. <laughs> Fucking these dumb sheep out here. <laughs> yeah, a lot Sorry, of people loved ahead. it. Yeah, let's talk um, about Willow. That's more interesting. But Willow. <laughs> The Willow actual TV show, um, the, in my opinion, it kind of started off a little slow. I was like not really sold by the first couple episodes, and then uh, it started getting a little better uh, every episode, and then until the last episode, which there's only like six or seven episodes in the season, it it, it really took off, and I was like, okay, now it's getting juicy, and then and then I felt like it ended abruptly, and I thought it was like one of those like seasonal breaks but i just found out that that was actually the end of the season so i was like i, I felt i felt <laughs> let down at the end because i was like it was kind of a cliffhanger but it didn't feel like a season ending cliffhanger it just felt like i just felt like the show was just picking up steam so i was kind of like let down but in a in a sense it's also like uh the next season should definitely be really good so it's like mm, you know kind of kind of a uh, Plus and positive, plus a negative on it. Um, so, I am looking forward to the next season. Willow is a, an awesome little sorcerer, and uh, the quest to teach Alora Dannon and stop the wizardess uh, sorceress, whatever uh, Mag Varda or something, some weird name. Um, 
it's one of those types of stories. Uh, the characters are pretty good. Some they're a little cheesy at times because it's it is a Disney movie and they have to kind of keep it, uh, you know, PG thirteen rated. So it, yeah. But but overall, you could see the characters like they are cool and you could connect with them. Uh, even uh, Alora Dannon, who kind of like throughout the season is just like, oh, I'm not, I'm not good enough i'm not this this and that until until like the last episode she's kind of like starts finally stepping into like head sorceress supreme uh shoes but uh you know so that that's kind of how i felt about it it's uh, a little slow start but at the end it really did the gears were moving and uh it did kind of open my eyes for season two i do want to know where it's going um they had a, a couple callbacks to the original movie. They had a uh, man. I'm blanking on his name, but uh, if you saw him, he just pretended to be Marty, uh, Mad Martigan. Oh man, I forgot his name. Uh, anyway, uh, they did have a lot of callbacks to the original, and uh, it does it does follow that pretty well. The off the movie, and uh, I, I would recommend it if you, especially if you saw the movie and you you like that sort of stuff. Uh, I would I would recommend it. Definitely give uh, Willow the TV show a shot. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I, I just want to say one since since Dan, you brought up um, James Cameron. Uh, he he really he released something on Twitter saying that the next movie can potentially have this fire tribe of like the people that live on this and they're the bad guys or whatever oh, i know like, he's turning avatar into fucking avatar i've I dude i was so <laughs> fucking pissed when i saw that i was like come on you just did this one way of the water whatever mm-hmm. fucking water tribe bullshit and now you're doing like this fire yeah. tribe and it's supposed to be earth tribe then fire tribe you dumbass yeah uh well speaking of that actually there's there's some really good news for avatar studios uh on paramount plus they they have stated that they will be releasing two avatar projects in 2025 one being the avatar movie of the uh older uh, avatar gang uh, generation and then the other is going to be the next avatar cycle which is going to be an earthbender mm-hmm. so uh we are somewhat done with the core story for now um uh we will most likely get to see her a little bit uh uh with the new avatar obviously when she connects with her with whoever this new avatar is when they connect to their avatar state they will Mm -hmm. most likely communicate with cora and since the since in cora Mm -hmm. she uh, cut the ties between her and the other avatar so she's going to be the only one avatar yeah, so we're not going to be able to see Aang in that one, uh, which kind of sucks, but... I'm very curious to see how that's going to work. Like, I I'm think also, that's, oh, that's really cool. I, 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 I 100% agree. I'm also very interested to see how they ev- how they evolve the world even more. The evolution between Avatar The Last Airbender of the entire world and... Um, you know, the like, legend what of Korra. You know? Exactly. They were like somewhere in in Korra is like somewhere in like the the Roaring Twenties. The Roaring Twenties, but at the same time, it was still a little bit older. Like technology was there, but like it still seemed a little older because of the bending was still there. But like mm. then they had arenas and they were doing the pro bending. I can't wait to see what they come up with because I I could have never imagined uh, like that world and core, especially with the pro bending, which was one of like my favorite features. And mm-hmm. now they're going even more into the future. New Earth Bender Avatar, 
Oh man, I'm super excited. These guys have created an amazing universe and I can't mm -hmm. wait to delve deep uh deeper into it. So um, I agree one hundred percent. Can't wait to see. Um Disco, I wanted to say real quick, uh were you trying to think of the name Val Kilmer? Uh yes, yes, yes. I think that's it. <laughs> let me I looked uh, it up. When you said Mad Morgan, I was like, let me look this up and then I couldn't find it in time. We already got off of Willow. Yeah, um uh, wait, hold on. Sorry about that. Is not Val Kilmer actually. I think Val Kilmer was Mar Mad Mardigan, but it was another yeah, guy. The guy yeah. from it was the guy from um, uh, Lost Boys. He played a guy that was pretending to be Mad Mardigan in the in the new show. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that I don't know. <laughs> All right, well, um, final thoughts. Um, no. <laughs> All right. Disco <laughs> final thoughts. Christian Slater, that's who it was. Oh, Christian Slater's at this. Yeah, he was. He was in it. it was, I was surprised. I was like, "Is that Christian Slater?" It was, and it was Christian Slater. He was like in a cage, just chilling. <laughs> you were like, "Is like, that Christian Slater?" He just turns to the camera and's like, "Yes." And then yes, he goes back to acting. <laughs> I always felt like Christian Slater is like he's he was always like cosplaying as as Nicholas Cage, not Nicholas Cage, uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> like he gives me so many Jack Nicholson vibes. It's just like Jack Nicholson just like approved of like a younger clone of himself. Is like there he is, Chris is later. <laughs> Do something for yourself, kid. <laughs> uh, final thoughts. Oh, uh, I you gave me final thoughts. I'm gonna say it after you though. Okay. Final thoughts. Uh, man, it's January. It's a hectic month. Uh, you got a lot going on. I got a lot going on. Man, oh man. Uh, I gotta get back to work. Uh, happy birthday, Henry! I miss you. It's good to see you uh, on the on the on the on the podcast. Uh, Christian Slater. It was good to have him. <laughs> Thank you for on the all show. your work, Christian Slater. Thank you, Christian Slater. <laughs> I loved you in Heather's. <laughs> <laughs> Lost Boys is still one of the best movies. <laughs> um, that's it. That was that was my last one. Okay. So yeah. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Disco sparked uh, a good last thought for me. So I don't know if this is true or not, but I saw this on Twitter a little while ago. Where um, so I, I don't know. If, actually, Henry's a huge Ray Mysterio fan, right? So Ray Mysterio in WWE, he would do this thing where it's like he would go out to the crowd, he would find a kid that would like just be in the audience, like he would give him a mask, put his head against his, and then he would just say whatever, and then he'd go and do his, you know, do his mask, do his thing, be Ray Mysterio. So one day on Twitter, this one guy's like, "Yeah, I'll never forget. Once I went to like SmackDown." And Rey Mysterio, he did the whole thing. I was the kid. He came up to me. He put his head against mine. He said, do something with your life, you little bitch. <laughs> and, then, and then he just went and had him. <laughs> I don't know if that's true, but I hope it is. Because <laughs> that, I find that so fucking funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> Never forget that. Just like, he Rey Mysterio me. called me a bitch. He said to do something with my life. I was six. Damn. Well, today is Tuesday, the day we are recording this episode. Two weeks from today, I will be flying out and uh, to start my journey as a married man. And it is fucking wild. Um, mm -hmm. Damn, it's just, it's getting closer so quickly. Uh, very excited. Um, also very excited for it to be over it shit's been fucking stressful but <laughs> um i think we're gonna have a lot of fun there and um 
Yeah. That shit's happening. Oof. Getting old. Wow, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. Uh. All right, well, thanks for listening to Los Wise Guys Podcast. <laughs> if you like what you hear, don't forget to follow us on our social medias. Uh, please like and subscribe to the channel. It's free for you to do and helps us immensely. Comment below. Let us know what you, what you would do if you were getting anally probed. Are you happy that Vince McMahon's back? What do you think's happening there? And then, What do you think go- of Chris's letter? Yeah, what do you think of Christian Slater? And then go check out the shows that Disco recommended. And then go check out the Los Wise Guys website, loswiseguys.com. And you will be hearing soon from us about the LWGFEGL. Don't forget about that. Go check it out. And uh, thank you for listening. Have a great week.